All right, in three, two, one, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Gary Cooper. Because I don't want him. <laughs> Welcome to the start of season, what is it, Kenny? Season three? You know, I did it's look up, three. I saw that we started in 2020. Really? So we're about well, to, this yeah. is season three. Season yeah. three of the Gary and Kenny Show. I'm Gary Kroger in Waterloo, Iowa, and I'm joined, as I have been in the previous two seasons, by... Ken Seisler in Calabasas, where I'm cleaning my closets. Where you're cleaning your A particular reason for that? Yes, you, there is. But and, before we get... Uh, well, let's... Okay, yeah. All right. I'll tell you about this. Let's just go to the closet. So we needed a new floor for our bathroom... Uh, floor and closet for our bathroom and now this is going to be an interesting story right i don't know but it might lead to an interesting it might lead to an interesting discussion okay all right okay so the point is that when we had to have the 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 new floor put in we had to empty the closet now i've lived in this house for 30 years and i've probably lived another 30 years before that and i have accumulated over 60 years worth of clothing oh really you I mean, when you buy new clothing, do you go into the closing and go, oh, this shirt is going to replace this shirt? No, well, you don't, don't go, go oh, I'm changing my new shirt for my old shirt. I would say annually I go through and put boxes that I take to Goodwill. I don't have Well, any. no, that's good. We don't do that annually. We, we, we do that every decade. But okay. we only do a few things. So it's not like we clean out the whole closet. Yeah. I have shirts that I love that are ripped and torn, but I've worn them for 40 years and I still have them. But not a right. lot. Not right. a lot. But, Nevertheless, it's amazing the amount of clothes that one accumulates over a time span. Not only me, imagine my wife as well. Yes. So anyhow, I had to remove like 40 tons of clothing from my closet. And now the question is, well, I'm not going to just take all that crap that I've accumulated and put it back in the closet. Now I'm going to I'm going to go through everything and see what I still like. But most of all, what still fits. Right. So that's been an arduous process. Uh huh. I mean, I'm sure there are worse things that are happening in people's lives. <laughs> well, we've called these these are white privilege problems. I'm Kenny. telling you, no, everybody of every color has the issue of whether or not they could fit in their old clothes. Okay, that's yeah. not a that's not a white man problem. Right. Anyhow, right. Uh, the uh, so I tried on a couple of shirts, and I want to tell you right now, what do you think of the shirt I'm wearing now? Well, I, I think it's very nice, but I'll be honest. I think I feel like I've seen that shirt a thousand times. I you don't haven't, you haven't of... seen this shirt in 20 years. How would I know that I haven't seen that shirt? I'm not it's saying that you haven't. I'm, I'm just saying this is incredible. This is a shirt probably from 1987. And you rediscovered it and it fits and it you. Fits. And it looks nice. It looks nice. It and looks it looks good, new, right? It, it looks very good. Right. And blue so is I'm a nice a, color I'm, on you. I, I think we talked about the fact well, that you're a winter. Well, it was back in the day. You're a winter. You're a winter. Your coloring just fits uh, blue, solid colors. I didn't realize that blue was a winter color. I th- believe it is. Yeah, oh. I had my colors done years ago, and I was a winter. And uh, and oh, I think the would blue we have the, we don't have you, you, we don't have the same hair. coloring at all. But I, I right. think I think it's skin tone more than anything else. Perhaps oh. we have a similar skin tone, oh. not from this podcast because I'm looking kind of orange, and you're sort of yellow. yellow. I think you're I'm a little jaundiced. Yellow. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> wow. What wait, I can change the uh no, I wouldn't worry I about it. I wouldn't worry. You know, Kenny, now uh, let's for 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 let's let's explain to our viewer better like that. that. Um yeah, actually that's how I'm accustomed to seeing you, a little more okay. a little shadier, a little more in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um we've taken a hiatus. I could pretend <laughs> like this is the first time I've talked to you in months, but right. it isn't. But it's yeah. the first time we've done a podcast in a lot of months. Yes. 
And we're kind of back and we always talk about, are we going to do things differently or whatever or whatever? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. What did we decide? Are we going to do anything differently? You know, the the reality is, is that we enjoy doing these podcasts. Yes, we do. But I think most of the enjoyment is that when we do it, we just kind of ad lib. That's really the fun part. Discovering the conversation. Yes. Right. And it also is an easy way for us not to have to prepare. (laughs) Precisely. So we don't like, so we got, so rather than prepare, we say, you know what? We won't prepare and let's see where the conversation in this particular time, we are a time capsule of the time for this day in history. Yes. Now we did decide on this, Mm -hmm. that we would each come with a something that we wouldn't tell the other one about. Okay. Well, I didn't tell you about the closets. No, I don't think that's your subject, though. I don't think oh, no, that's gonna, you're going you're to have go. to go deeper than the, than the closet. You're going to have to go back into the closet and come up with something a little better than. All right. Well, you talk shirt. about your stuff while I try to. Think well, of something. my stuff. Look, Kenny, the fact is my stuff is old stuff. It is. Mm-hmm. It's old mm-hmm. stuff. But it's what's relevant in my life. I would say about three weeks ago, you sent me a couple of texts mm-hmm. saying, are you OK? Because you were looking at my, I think, Facebook posts, and I was getting very, very agitated over politics. And I think you were somewhat concerned and thought, you know, do you need to do a podcast to release? Well, somewhat jokingly, I wasn't concerned, like, you know, in a significant way. It sounded like you needed to get something off your chest. I I needed some therapy. Yeah. Yeah. But you noticed is the point. And really, and this this is not a new subject for us, because we talk about the the. the loggerheads of politics all the time. Mm-hmm. And we, mm-hmm. we've established the fact that I live in a red state now mm-hmm. in Iowa. But, you know, this is still the first in the nation for the Republicans. This is still the Republican caucus, even though the Democrats have bowed out. When is Iowa. the Iowa caucus? Because I saw that all the it's, Republicans it's, were in Iowa. Well, yeah, it's now. You know, the actual caucusing will be in December, or I'm okay. sorry, January, like it always is. Oh, okay. But they're here now. Because the, the 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 winner of Iowa has a boost, gets a boost. DeSantis more or less has to win Iowa, right, in order to stay in the race at all. Mm-hmm. But here's what was distressing. What's been distressing all summer long is that Trump leads by double digits, far and away. He is the Republican choice now. National polls as well among the Republicans, but the fact that I once considered Iowa voters, regardless of what side, to be reasonable people, reasonably fair, and it's gone into Trump cultism. And this was triggered by this, Kenny. About a month ago, I'm watching CNN, and John King has a special report from the Republican caucus in Iowa. I saw the same report. You saw it. And it's all the people that I used to work for. It's the organization. Now, I always knew they were Republicans. In fact, even when I ran for office, they voted against me. But we've always been friends. But Mm -hmm. I always considered them to be reasonable people. Mm -hmm. And I would assume that anyone would rationally look at Trump, even as a Republican, and go, let's end that chapter. Let's start something new. But to the person, they were speaking Democratic conspiracy theories. They were saying, if Trump doesn't go to jail, he's our man. Um, uh, Somewhat John King pointed out, but haven't your business benefited from the uh, programs that Joe Biden has put into place for small business? And they said, yeah, yeah, but we'd still vote for Trump. And I wish that money had gone to building a wall. 
Well, that is such hysterical Republican right-wing extremism that it just really upset me. And so I just started posting post after post of let's look at Trump rationally. This man right. is a clown show. He's an evil clown show. Let's be honest. And so anyway, you caught me in the middle of all that. Well, but I mean, listen, we were at the same frustrations we're all having, which is we absolutely, if you're looking for an answer, why, why and how, I think we've all given up on the why and the how these people support this it's you you keep just looking for like a rational argument to say but 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 he's a billionaire and he's asking you for money and he's selling his mug shots to get a dollar and he's a billionaire i saw doesn't that like be really weird to you i saw a trumper on being interviewed on on youtube and she said well god is on his side because he must be doing wonderful things to have accumulated all that money yeah he must be a good christian man because god must be a real moron to donate to a billionaire right right. well but this is the matrix this is the paradigm of uh a huge faction of modern conservative thinking and that's well it is but you know what here's i mean i think somebody pointed out when the real downfall began i I forget exactly when it was uh i think it was when i was born but that aside um that the, the where people get their messages from it all comes down to Fox News and the creation yeah, right. of the Internet. And that's what happened. And that when it became OK to decide what where you were going to get your facts. Yeah, right. The world divided because they're not watching anything that we're watching. And when we watch, although I will say this, how come when we watch what they're watching, we get outraged yeah. when they watch what we're watching? Do they get outraged, too? Well, I don't think they, Do they watch like a, MSNBC they don't watch and, and pull their no, hair out going, oh, my God, those no, they liars. They don't watch it. They don't watch it. They they just they they respond to each other's hearsay as if someone had watched it going. It's ridiculous. They, well, they love that the aside, I, I, I can't explain those people and they're not listening here. So anything I say won't get well, to that, them right. anyhow. And, right. and I thought about the fact that we can we can dish about this, but everybody who watches our show basically agrees with us, and they've we heard us talk about so. it. We think so. We think so. But you know, a, a friend of my son had posted a meme that about this law in California where you would be punished if, if a store owner would be punished if they uh, beat up or an employee would get punished if they uh, beat up a looter. That this was a yeah. democratic law that was happening. And right, they posted right. and they believed this in San Francisco specifically. Right. Wasn't that? No, like, this was a state what, what, law. State why? OK. Right. So it's like, this is not true. So you no. go and you go, you dig deep and you look at the law. And the only thing the law says, because there have been, you know, store a lot of looting and mess is that the employer has to become responsible for the safety of the employee. Right. which means they should provide them right. with training and anything they might need if in case an event like this happens. It's right. to protect the employee from being traumatized. Right. Right. It's helping them by giving them training. And and, and it, they're spinning it as if it's this left-wing conspiracy to promote looting. or and Well, loot also and to put looters. more burdens on business owners. Right, right, right. Exactly. But that's, that's the filter of yellow journalism, and that's what Fox News is, and that is probably 80% their news source. 
The mm-hmm. others are the Daily Caller and the Washington Times. Right. Well, right. It, I, I, like we always say, Kenny, I, I, thank God we'll be dead. <laughs> I, mean, I know, which I really think we should re- just rename the show that. Thank God. Thank God we're almost <laughs> dead. Yeah. I, I uh, was almost dead. Let me just say one more thing. Cause... Oh, I don't think that's important. Tell us when you almost died. No, uh, of no, course. Go no, ahead. I, I, again, we often talk about, you know, our prostate and stuff like that. I had the wake up call. Uh, Physical, I got the wake probably. up finger. You did get the wake up finger. The, uh, <laughs> right, right. How, how did it come out? Fine. It was great, but I just you. It happens, and it's so painful. You. It's I mean, I, it's not yeah. like it came into mind, but I did think about. It. I was like, so gay people or people, guys, people like look. They they, they like that feeling. That's can't be. even to me. My eyes just burst. Me too. So imagine something. I just don't. Anyway, well, there were Trumpers we and people to take it up the butt that I just absolutely don't understand. <laughs> That's another podcast. But anyway, so podcast. I went to the doctor and my blood pressure was high. And mm-hmm. I had a blood test that actually said that my probability within 10 years of heart failure is twice what it should be. Yeah, that that's, that's alarming stuff. Yes. So I have been on a health regimen of exercise, cut out salt, red meat, bread. I'm losing weight. I've got energy. I mean, quickly. And my blood pressure is normal right now. Well, it's time to celebrate. Let's put out some, it is. Pull out some meat drinking. and a bottle of wine. Get a hamburger and a, and a, and a beer. Um, yeah. And I take blood pressure medicine and I take a Me lot too. of cocktails, which yeah. uh, pill cocktails, uh, right. but it's the stuff at 66 that you kind of have to do if you want to, you know, Play well, I, I see on the other side of the coin, you see, you're like before and I'm the after on the other side of the coin. So I went I had to go to um, get a uh, refill on my uh, a Flomax, which well, is, like, how, yeah. you know, the, the, the right. thing that maximum flow for your when you pee because yeah. uh, he hadn't seen me in a couple of years. And, and, and you know, what was, better name? As they, because often these these. How long? How long were they names. sitting in the in, in, well, in, the, yeah. in the conference well, room? The first idea is usually the best, and you know yeah. somebody threw out Flomax. No, no, that's too on the money. Yeah, they came exactly. back to Flomax. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, so he was the one. I didn't know urologists did this. I didn't know it was part of their job as well. But while they're in there checking your, you know, doing they do like a sonar on your bladder to see how much water's left in there. He also says, "Hey, you know, turn around." And let me. Do the prostate thing, you know, yeah. and who am I to say? <laughs> who, who are you to say, Noah? No. I mean, it would be nice if. I figure, you know what, to get it first. over with, because everybody's always running around, everybody our age, all the, all the women and boys, sure, get, sure. check your prostate. It's all about yeah, the prostate. And so I said, okay. So he went in there and uh, came back. Uh, he came back a little dirty and sweaty. Came back with otherwise. a clean thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the determination? A clean bill out. Like, yeah. like checking the oil. Well, you're about <laughs> he a checked the dipstick. Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I was good there. And then I had to go to my regular doctor because another prescription ran out. So what happens is after years and years of not seeing you, then they go, hey, you know, Kenny, well, you've been yeah. taking this for two years. It's time we come back and see what, they, what's they happening. They upsell now. you. Right. Right. So I went back and I was my, my blood pressure was way down, way down, like athletic because I'm swimming a lot. So, so really? yeah, my blood pressure was way down. I don't, my, and then they did the blood tests, and now you get the results on the computer yeah, on yeah, yeah. my chart. My, my chart. And uh, my te- I was, I had never tested as well in school <laughs> as I did on these medical exams. Everything was within the parameters, right? Oh, baby, high and low, I was like middle blue, middle blue, middle blue, middle blue, middle blue. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I was pretty good, except in those critical areas like cholesterol, I was too high. And uh, and that, that's really what determined the heart situation, too, was cholesterol. So I just yeah. need to bring it down and bring it in line and, and, and stay laser focused. Well, a bit of my over. biggest flaw, well, it can't be my biggest, but I'm of no, the top five, yeah, okay. is salt. Yeah. I salt everything. I used to, too. I think everything tastes better with salt. Now, there are saltologists who will actually claim that salt is being uh, maligned unfairly, uh, that salt isn't the the great evil that has been accepted as you got to cut out salt. But what that's salt kind of does like is, in, in it, Sleeper when they discovered when Woody Allen discovered right. in Sleeper that like massive amount of chocolate were actually really good right. for you. Yeah, it's good. for. You. But what salt does is retain water and that puts pressure on your blood vessels. So it you're right. gives you high blood pressure. You're right. No, I'm, I, I know. It's just that it's so plentiful. And it's the so thing delicious. that also, if we may continue on the subject of salt. Please. So salt is literally sodium nitrate. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's all it is. It's one ingredient. Yeah. And yet, if you go to the store and look for salt, how many different types of salts are there? You mean like sea salt? So, sea you know, salt, kosher salt, salt, this kosher salt, salt, that salt. All but it's all salt. sodium nitrate. But it's exactly the same ingredient. Yeah, right. To be salt. Now, I'm curious about the salt substitutes. I have a salt substitute. Oh, I just started on. But I'm uh, certain there's sodium nitrate in that. What is a No, salt? stevia. I'm doing stevia. It's a plant. But it doesn't stevia cause prostate cancer? I mean, isn't there some side effect that I've heard about? Not of stevia. That stevia. Stevia is literally a, a plant, or like a leaf that they crush up. Okay. Now, what 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 is the? And it I it, it actually because I was really I I needed like a bunch of sugars in my coffee, and that re, cutting sugar out was a big big plus. And stevia afterwards, like yeah, diet sugar coke, too. No sugar first, in my life. When you first taste uh, stevia, when, when like diet, diet coke first, when I first tasted it, it's like this is awful. But now. I prefer no, the taste. To Me too. I prefer the taste too. The so other is too syrupy. So that's what's happened. So the stevia is is doing that. But yeah, maybe no, we can get stevia as a sponsor and actually start making a little money on this show just from this little blurb. Cut this blurb out and we'll post it and see if we can get some attention from stevia. Okay. Why not? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's that's. Let my me check shit. my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> let me check. Uh, okay, that's my shit. What's yours? Well, I think I've been talking mostly about my, okay, let's talk about shopping. So I went to the store. So here's what's been happening. I never noticed this shit before, but I notice it now because I'm retired. And I, I and like I go in the, into the store and there's a lot of guys just like me, old people uh-huh. walking around, just old men walking around shopping. Who are less patient than they used to be. That's what I am. I, I get unnerved more easily when I'm shopping inequities and people cutting in front of me in long lines really this is piss in me Iowa. Off. I find it's very pleasant and everybody's very nice. And I'm in no, California. Not, not, this isn't Iowa. This is just me. Oh, I that's just you. find yeah, as my world collapses a little bit. Well, that's what happens. I get, Costco, a more I get frenetic. Costco, I get frenetic because they don't put any signs up. You just wander. Aimlessly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but so anyhow, I go to, I've been going to the store lately to the food store and Another thing, between milk and eggs, and milk, there's 100,000 milks. There's a lot of milks. And now- And then I'll think of the eggs, and let me ask you this question. Deborah says, get eggs. Says, okay, I'll walk over. I'll pick up a dozen eggs. No, you walk home, there's eggs. 
There's eggs. There's chickens that were free range. There's chickens that have this. Right. There was the, there's the brown chickens, which I never saw a brown egg growing up. Now, what's with all the brown brown eggs? We have lots of brown eggs here. I, brown egg alternative has always been part of my life. But why are I some eggs under, brown and some eggs white? I, 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 you are not asking the right guy. I don't know because and because an God Iowa, made some know. brown and God made some white. I don't. I know. know, but I never. When I was a kid, growing for most of my life, every time my I never saw a brown. The first time I saw a brown egg, it was like this is something. This is unbelievable. And, and were you surprised that the interior was exactly the same? Exactly the same, which is yeah. kind of like what the white egg and the brown egg inside. I don't. We're inside, all the same. We're all... <laughs> but there's Gary, the, there's the moment to. But to they cap. don't. They have not integrated the two the white eggs and. You well, buy a, a carton nice, of eggs. If you can buy a, a carton, carton that eggs, was six white and six brown eggs. There's a brown eggs in one carton, and there's a white eggs in the other carton. You never right. open it up and go, "Hey, you know, they're all mixing together." An integrated, you know, egg. You carton. know what? I think you're on. I mean, actually, I think that would be a charming thing to promote if I were a grocer. Well, it'd be a nice message. Our eggs are the, integrated. Sent to the kids. Yeah. Biracial eggs. And the thing this we found this the other day. Now they have the eggs that have an 18-acre perimeter. Have you heard about the 18-acre perimeter? Yeah. These chickens are allowed to run free. It's not just these like free, free range. Of, these are free range. They're, I guess, but these are free range they, that they have so much space that by the time they lay their egg, the yolk is a different color than your regular oak. It is not yellow, but amber. What? Yeah. And that's so, no yolk. Uh, sorry, yeah. I, I'm sorry I went there. Yeah, I sorry, I apologize. Wrote, yeah, I really... You wrote, yeah, please apologize for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've got, you, first of all, there must be range chickens who have a very limited range. Those are the ones that are just kept in a in a coop and, and it's horrible. don't it's prosper. Terrible. Yeah. Now you've got free range, which run around the chicken. But I think it's like a pen they run around. A pen. I don't know. Now you're talking about even you know like like it literally says it literally says on on the box and hiking shoes. Those are these chickens. It's yes. It says on the box, eighteen acre, eighteen acre free range. range. Now I don't know if that means that each chicken gets eighteen acres. That's maybe what it is. Maybe they have. Well, they that, a million that would acres. be better real estate than we get. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, to be a chicken. Well, I'm telling you. So anyhow, after they're done running around in all this space and they lay their egg, their yolk is a different yolk. Their yolk is a different, but does it taste the same? What is, are there different I thought the yolk was maybe a little richer. A little richer. I thought the yolk was a little richer, a little yeah. richer egg. I'm going to investigate that. Now, mm-hmm. going back to your milk. The mm-hmm. new thing, or one of the new things, is unpasteurized milk for the health benefits of all of the things that are lost through homogenization, right? Oh, yeah. This is what they were giving my grandchildren when they were born. We, I had to go buy that crap, and it's right, disgusting. Right. But the reason for pasteurization was to get the the what E. coli or the, right. the, the microbes that yes. are- hugely potentially devastatingly dangerous out of the milk so there's That's a great correct. health risk for the health benefit well only in america right? well you know it's anything that you could market it's this and, and it really comes down to this you know the the extremism that um uh, that removing all the natural things which you should be dangerous is somehow worse for us than better for us you know but yeah i don't know 
Kenny, in Iowa, we talk about GMOs all the time because GMOs are a huge part of the corporate Iowa agricultural landscape. But now, what is are, a gen? What? What? How do they genetically modify it? Just that. Well, it's in the seed. I don't know how they do it, but oh. in the seed, it produces more. It replicates more. You have bigger, richer crops. Right. You you can create more corn, uh, greener corn, more corn on the stock, or whatever. Large, larger yields, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's great economic benefit to that. Larger yields in a smaller space. Feeds well, you have people. to. You couldn't you feed. We, we we don't currently no. aren't able to feed no. the world population right now. This, it, it is going to be dependent on GMOs. But is exactly. there a side effect of GMOs? Are there are there dangerous things that we, in, you know, consume? Generally, that I find I'm accepting any kind of risk as long as it's not it, the side effect is it reduces the size of your penis. <laughs> Any any time I knew you were size going for my, the penis. At, I'm at, trying to keep it light. At the start of that keep, sentence. I'm trying to keep it light. We're but talking you know what, about though? world po- world hunger here, so I'm just let's trying to go, keep it let's light. Let's go back to the penis for a second, because I find that everything <laughs> that I have to consume, like the blood pressure medicine, all affect my penis. Oh. And it all sort of robs me of of certain, you know, uh, my libido. Now, have you talked to it? But have you mentioned this to your doctor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what do they say? But I can't believe you're not on Flomax because Flomax is supposed to be good for that stuff, actually. Well, I'm going to ask for the Flomax. Next time I'm at my doctor, I'm going to ask for the Flomax. Ask your doctor about Flomax. And I'll be very aware of the side effects, which may be. And by the way, I'm always concerned about that when when the commercials say, ask your doctor about Flomax. I always think to myself, if I have to ask my doctor about Flomax and he doesn't know about Flomax, <laughs> right? I should get Flomax. another doctor. Yeah, but your doctor said, yeah, Flomax, tell me about it. Yeah. Well, well I, you know, I got um, Viagra, so, but I don't, all Viagra does is give you a heart on. It doesn't change your libido. Yeah, it just gives you her, this, this tool. Yeah, of course. Right. Okay. Well, we yeah. don't have to go any deeper down into this. My wife loves the show and she'll probably go, honey, why'd you talk about your penis? And well, you know what? You are a full disclosure guy. You really I'm are. I'm a full disclosure guy. Well, so are you, Kenneth. I think that's I think that's the chemistry that we create. Don't you think you are? I mean, I you am, say yes. things I that I can't talk believe about, come out I'll of your ta- mouth. I'll talk about something else that I, I think is okay, uncomfortable please, to talk please, about. Please, please. When you were growing up, I mean, I can't think I saw it, but I wasn't aware that it happened as a physiological thing. That your balls drop? Um. I don't. I remember maybe, seeing old men and thinking, "Oh my God, that their balls are hanging all." Well, the way. I can tell you, my balls have certainly dropped, but I yes. don't remember when the drop. It, no, I, it's I not like New at Year's. A time they were tighter. Yeah, it's right. not like the it's Times not Square. like New Year's. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, it's just suddenly you realize when you go to scratch your balls, you have to reach down a little further. Yeah, than you used yeah. That there's the, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything has you know, gravity takes a toll, you know, six decades on the planet and uh, lots of things have fallen. Yeah, you know, well, I've got a little bit of turkey thing here, which I hate. Oh, me too. Me too. In fact, if I could choose tightening my neck or my balls, of course, it would be my neck, the balls, whatever, you know, mm. they're easy to ignore. I think my wife has no problem ignoring my balls. <laughs> I mean, I don't imagine they turn her on. No. I mean, why would balls turn a woman on? I don't, I'm not real sure. Not real sure. Uh, that does nothing for me. Uh, but anyhow. Uh, Good. But I, you know what the funny thing is? Not the funny thing is. But, you know, I have a big new dog now. He loves to yeah. lick his balls. Well, of course he does. Well, I think, look, this. I mean, if, if we could, could reach our balls, balls, I guess is the question. If we could you? reach our balls, would we lick our balls? Well, there's the question. If yeah. you can. Mm-hmm. All right. 
there was a guy in school and he's passed away so I can speak freely about him. He ha- was flexible enough to suck his own dick. Oh yeah. Wow. And Did from what I'm it? told yeah. is, is that of, of course he tried. So my question to you is if you could, yes. if you could, mm-hmm. would you? Let me say it's an alternative. I, right. I would say it's plausible. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to rule it out. But now if it's you, not likely. Okay. But let's say if you there's a little thought experiment. You're you're a heterosexual man, but let's say you enjoy sucking your dick. Mm-hmm. Are you bisexual? Or is it only because it's your dick, just like a hand job? This is the most ridiculous conversation. No, but it's a mind fuck. Had. It's a it mind. It is fuck. a mind fuck. Are and so you? It's like, and you know what? That you should have a character who's like, oh, doctor, I can suck my dick, but I'm a, I'm right. not gay. But so I'm I not gay. Really know, but I? I love sucking. But my I like dick. I, I I I like getting. <laughs> I a like job. dick so long right. as it's mine. So why can't I do it and everybody not yell you're gay because it's your own penis? All right. Well, let's put that to the audience, please. Write us letters. <laughs> yeah. Please, we have a YouTube please post channel. your gut thing. Would you blow yourself? <laughs> Give us a and thumbs up. If you can, up, are you thumbs gay? in? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what is happening? What are you doing to keep busy? Are you doing like um, what are they called? Uh, community events? Oh yes. I, I, yeah, I see I you posting. You're doing community. You got like pictures. Uh, you look like you're running for office again. I know it looks like it, but I'm not. And actually, after this podcast, I am going to a candidate meet and greet. Um, I got reinvolved with politics, not as a candidate in any way, shape or form, but helping. Look, I am very motivated to change the conversation, the rhetoric, the ideological fulcrum in this country. And so I'm working hard for candidates. But yeah, I got involved in a lot of local things. Uh, I'm doing the ribbon. So cutting if you, for, would fulcrum be the necessary thing you would need if you were going to blow yourself? You would have to have a fulcrum. Was that a callback? <laughs> it was. Very, very good. Yeah, I would require a fulcrum. I would yeah. require. Um, yeah. No, I'm doing lots of community events and things. And and it's it's to keep busy and to keep fertile. For whatever reason, I'm in demand again. People want me to host this or I think that's terrific. I, 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 you, you contribute to society. Well, that's a nice well, that's a nice way to put it. I like to think of it that way. You know, Kenny, look, you know that I live with a little bit of fear of death, like this window is closing. So yeah, I, no, I am we're... really motivated to to leave something that'll last for, you know, a year. Which brings up a, a subject. Yes. Kenny, yes. That I want to talk about. Yes. I'm doing a class at you and I yesterday, marketing students, right? Oh. Talking about juniors and seniors. I brought up the name Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes. 20 kids, not one of them knew who I was talking about. Yeah, so I said, not. Seinfeld, blank faces. Veep, blank faces. And then we started talking about cultural references, right? Yes. And I said, well, Charlie Chaplin, nobody. Dustin Hoffman, nobody. So I. this is my observation. You know, we had limited media, so we looked into the past. And so I was aware of Rudy Valley, Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. They That's weren't right. my contemporaries. But now, even though their communication system is so much larger, they're just talking amongst themselves that about is so true. Bo Burnham, you know, who they're interested in. Ariana Grande or, or Taylor <laughs> Swift. No, it's a shame. They're and I'll close tell you, to the past. There's a feature on, I think it's Instagram and Facebook, historical 
history buff kind of stuff. And I yeah. I subscribe to all that, like old New York or history stuff or old show business stuff. And I learn a lot and see a lot that I had no idea. Like Hedy Lamar was a scientist who patented. Yeah, right, right. Same, incredible stuff that you learn. I'm, I want, I'm hoping that maybe that will help a little bit if on social media, somebody, you know, they, they see these little historical references, but otherwise, yeah, it's over. We, the, we live in our own little um, cells of past and that, yeah, they're not going to know that. Well, and I said to, I'll tell you a big part of my history lesson was that back in the day where you had like three or four channels, or whatever, and you had the independent channel that basically didn't have any program, but just played the old movies. Right. <laughs> That's what you watch, the old movies. So you knew all well, those old stars from the 30s. Be, and- right. But, you know, one of the students, def- I mean, I didn't make fun of them for this, but I, they could see that I was surprised. Yes. And and a, a young man said, well, that stuff is all before us. To which right. I did su- reply somewhat sarcastically. Yeah, but Lincoln was a long time before me, but I've heard of him. You know, it was an interest in the past or the world around us. Well, I was constantly made aware of the past. Do you think I was too? I had a little bit of an innate interest in it, but I do know people that I would talk to and they just couldn't understand why history would help them with knowledge for the for their life, for the future. What yeah, difference yeah. does the past make? Right. It doesn't apply to me. So I think that's a part of it too, where I will, you know, speak to people and they're like dismissive of who cares, right? Why do I have to know that? Yes, I, I, I drilled into this a little bit with the students because I was so surprised that they didn't know Seinfeld, for example. Well, you better tell your friend Julia Louis Dreyfus that nobody knows who the fuck she is anymore. <laughs> well, apparently a lot of people know who she is because she's like headlining a, a gala for the New Yorker magazine or something like that. I mean, no um Oh, no, no. Brad, will Brad go to that? Oh, of course. And okay. and look, we know that she's hugely popular and that Charlie Chaplin is iconic. Yeah. But again, with these students, you know, I sort of said, why do you think this is? Because they are aware, for example, of Tom Hanks. They are aware of Harrison Ford because they they do go to the movies or they watch the movies and they're aware of, you know, certain Mm -hmm. things like that Mm -hmm. but they're not watching traditional tv anymore and very few of them are subscribing even to hbo they're just getting youtube that's it baby and what they get you know from from what they specifically want to stream specific shows specific artists yeah 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 well I suspect uh, society is going to mean be incredibly different i mean you know how (laughs) I don't think that people in, let's say, before the 1800s could have the imagination to predict the type of world they would be living in today. Right, right. They wouldn't have a clue. And I don't think we can foresee- 100 years into the future. You're absolutely 100 years, because they may be dressed completely different. Right. Unless they saved everything in their closet, like (laughs) for me. Well, you know what, Kenny? At least we'll be dead by then. I don't. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I, I'm just uh, I, I don't know how to deal with death because I do kind of put like, OK, well, I'm going to be 70, which means base and everybody's dying at my age. I just and, lost a dear friend. How old? 66. What got him? He went in for a heart condition. They decided he needed a valve and he, his heart was too weak to survive the surgery. 
What kind of shape was he when he went in? Well, he was in. He, he was a very strong, robust guy his whole life. Right, okay. football player in high school, right, and right. always remained strong. But uh, age issues, and he had a, a, a problem with his lungs. You know, just some degeneration, and only in the past yeah, year, I hate that we, weakened his system. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, but you I, see, I, things. So I do the math now based on my grandchildren, right? Okay. Yeah. So I have a baby. She just turned two years old. Did you see the video of her? She's adorable. Oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful. I watch all um, your stuff that you post of your grandchildren. Yeah. It's not me, it, right? It, they are cute. It's not just they like grandpa. They are very cute. Yeah. yeah they are right. very, very cute. I wouldn't and, be able to resist either. Yeah. So anyhow, I so she's two. And I figured, okay, well, she's probably in 10 years, I'm going to be 80. Yeah. So she'll be 12. And when she realizes at 12 years old, she's going to see me. She goes, holy shit, you're old. You're 80 years old. Yeah, I know. Oh, and she then does. it's just she's... a matter of time. And that's only a decade away. She thinks you're ancient now. No, she doesn't even know. See, this bullshit. That I remember know. when I became conscious of my grandparents. Okay, like maybe what I'm age would you say that was? Well, they were like in their mid-50s. And I thought they were ancient. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. They are old people. They they grew up in black and white. I mean, they were old, and I'm ten years older than they are. I well, mean, but I don't, I don't have think. Do you think? My, do you think my four year old grandson and my two year old grandson are going to remember the times and the days that I'm having with them now? Are they going to remember bus playing? Uh, you'll, you're, you'll they'll, it, it'll be memory mush, but it'll be in there. I have vague recollections of my great grandfather, for example. Vague images. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Um. I can remember a family trip to Colorado when I was only three. But I mean, again, it's just a flash of being on a tramway or something, you know. Yeah, they'll remember. My my son, mm -hmm. I moved him into college and out of nowhere. And I love him. He's, he's 18 years old, 19 years old. And he said, Dad, what am I going to do when you die? And I go, well, it's not going to be anytime soon. And I said, Dad, I don't know how I'll cope with you not being around. And I said, well, uh, why are you thinking about that? Is dad, you're the oldest dad of all my friends. You're the oldest oh, person I really? know. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. And so he's just, uh, he, he's been thinking about it. I go, well, you know, let's do the math. I'll probably die about the same time in your life that my dad died in my life. And although I miss him to this day, we had lots of life together. So, son, we're, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to do together still, hmm. you know, before you're speaking at my funeral. Well, boy, that. Well, on that, that note, was, uh, let's wow, go back to our penis. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, let's talk about the future. Um, I'm going to put up Richard Kind interview, which was yes. a fun interview. That'll yes. be following this. And then the Brad Hall will be following this. And then hopefully by that time, we will have we will have E. Owen Mackin. It's not Ian, it's Owen. Oh, it's Owen. It's Owen, not Ian. It's Yes, but I'm sure he gets called Ian all the time because it starts, the time. With yeah. it starts with an E. Yeah, um, yeah so we'll, we'll have him, who is the star now of the show La Brea. Oh, that's getting great reviews. Oh, yeah. It? No, yeah. And they film it in Australia. And okay. it's supposed to take place right here in L.A. at the La Brea Tar Pits. That's where it's supposed to be. That's the premise. But the La Brea of Tarpets. But they're shooting it in Australia. In Australia. I know, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, um, 
Okay, so you want to sign out? We'll see yeah, you let's sign next out. time, let's ladies and gentlemen. All right, are you ready to do that? Please. Kenneth, first of all, let me say it has been lovely and refreshing to speak with some extended time with you. Covered some um, important subjects, didn't we, Gary? Your, your closet, your clothes. The thing about the, the eggs, we should follow up and on the eggs. Egg yeah, I am going to look into the, your fluorescent eggs. I really yeah. am. Yeah, really. Like well, folks, for this and more information, always tune into the Gary and Kenny Show. We are on YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel. We'd love it if you'd go there, give us a thumbs up, subscribe. We are on DBTV, which is streaming television. We're on all the popular podcast platforms. So until next time, I'm Gary. That's Kenny. Bye.